All right, so first two things. First of all, I kind of sound like death. Not really. You can kind of no. hear it in my voice, I think. No, you don't. Really? No, I don't. No, you're, you're, you're overanalyzing it. You sound fine. I never you sound... sound no, always, I don't think so. You always sound as bad, so... Oh, I don't want that to be true. No, that's... It's, I can guarantee you, you're simply over... Because I was sick recently, I, and I feel like I can hear it in my own, in my own voice. It's all about him. It, it's... I can guarantee you, you're overthinking. You never... Oh, never man. shuts up. He's like... Any guys... Uh, any guys... Welcome back to the Recon Microwave. How is everyone doing tonight? It's been a while, yeah. We haven't been here in a minute. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a hot second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so essentially what we're going to do in this episode is we come up with the raccoon bones of the para- like the <laughs> pterodactyl story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have said any other animal. Like, there's got to be something else. It took me a second to figure out. He like, said it like earlier too. What he was, was like, That's about. a weird expression. Uh, and now you said it clearly in front of Noah. I'm like, oh, I get why. Yeah. As a kid, did you ever play superheroes? Did you ever create your own superheroes? Did you ever then take those characters and create an entire universe off the back of them? Well, we did. And over the years, that universe has actually grown into something we're truly proud of. But that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about reaching to the back of the fridge to talk about the first characters we ever created. The ones we made up in five minutes just so our friends could play make-believe with us. The ones we scribbled onto notebook paper while waiting for our kids' meals. Back then, we thought those characters were legendary. But now, well, we'll let you be the judge of that. This is the Retcon Microwave. Let's reheat some leftovers. Welcome back to the Recon Microwave. Oh, we're gonna gonna try to the show where we take our old characters, creatures, and creations and try to fit them into their own amalgam universe that makes sense. It's getting better at it. Yeah. Better. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. I'm so tired. So, we'll get over it because you're doing this. Yeah. Too creative. bad, too sad. Stop. Look at the picture. Look at the photos. Do you need to throw all this at me? No, I actually need them back. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that, was a, that was a visual gag on a them. podcast. Uh, oh, also, Noah forgot his uh, other little microphone and Just I resent him heavily bus. for it. Uh, I was yeah. informed that he would not resent heavily. Yeah, I, I saved it up. not resent me. I was lying. Sure. I was saving it up for this moment. Oh, well. It appears I'm no longer wanted in this house, guys, so. Um. No, you are. You're, you're a good guy. No. You just forget things that are important and make my life harder. Here I am on the Retcon Microwave, a, a website that I created. <laughs> and it's pretty you great. Mean, you mean Wix? Yeah. Not a sponsor. Not a spot. It's just all I use. Nobody's paying us for this. Nor would they. But don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. I mean, we're currently on the floor of my bedroom. Here's the origin I have. Here's what I wrote down for Victor Phoenix uh, in the little origin section. Words won't come out. Section wrote down. Words won't come out. Just clocks ticking over. Plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. You're done. That was actually last. There goes Victor. (laughs) There goes Victor. He's flying. You are tired tonight. What did you do today? Uh, I didn't go to sleep last night until like four a.m. Oh, here it is. Okay, come on. Victor. Victor grew up. (laughs) Why are you like this every time? Every time. What are you talking about? You you derailed. You are the derailed. You like being derailed by me? No, I don't. You love the rail. Right. You can't see him, but he's beat red I'm right not. now. I'm not. It's not happening. Um, <laughs> he's very. We gotta actually do something. 
<laughs> you have to let him Shut speak. Shut up, you please. You have to let him speak. Why do you want me? Why do you even want me here if you don't like me? <laughs> All right. So if you remember last time, here's the, so to refresh everyone's memory, yeah. Victor Phoenix is a like a like a British super spy. He gets this super suit. It's kind of Blue Beetle esque in its design, but it's not quite that great. It's organic. Yeah. It, more ish. Yeah, it looks organic. It's 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 like it's a metal less suit, like an Iron Man suit and more like a Blue Beetle, I guess. Yeah, in that, that time, in, that in the way that it forms around him. So it says Victor grew up in a very patriotic household. So when he was given the opportunity to give back to his country in a meaningful way, he took it without hesitation. He was quickly inducted into blank, which I don't know the name of it yet. I just, it's not secret. England. A secret spy agency run by the British government. There he was given the flight suit, which he nicknamed the pterodactyl for unknown reasons for now, and trained in it, was trained in its usage. So he was a natural at it, quickly becoming a top-ranking agent in the company, or in the, in the agency. To the rest of the world, he's regular old Victor Phoenix, but as soon uh, as his communicator rings, which I imagine is like a little watch he wears, he becomes the pterodactyl London secret protector. I imagine they send him on missions all over the world. He's like more stealth than anything else. Make sure the kids stay in the mines. That means Keep the poor poor, rich yeah. rich. I mean, it's London, so. It yeah. is London. Status, things have gone terribly wrong. Victor was assigned to work a case involving a fancy prep school that seemed to be hiding a dark secret in following up a lead. He was taken somewhere England. else. Like somewhere away from the agency, so not England. Wales. Maybe somewhere else in England, I don't know. <laughs> Whilst there... <laughs> <laughs> Wales. I don't know. Could be there. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst in Wales, he received a distress call. That's it. Look what you did, Noah. He received a distress call from headquarters. In England. Yes, in England. Back in England. And by the time he got back, the entire building was in ruins. So it turns out that the agency he had been working for was not what it seemed. Now Victor is on his own trying to uncover what happened whilst unraveling the secrets of his organization and evading capture by the people that did this in the first place. I think for me, my only Most thing thanks. is... I know we, we, we kind of established he's patriotic, but why is he really that interested in, in this agency? Is he like... Is there someone there that worked there that he was, that was a member of his family or he was very close to? That might give him a better reason to actually be going through all this than just besides... Oh, my building collapsed, and I gotta figure out who did it. Because I would just take the vacation time. I just figured like making him patriotic was an easy way to do it, and then and throughout his story, as he learns the deeper and dirtier secrets of this government agency, he's like, oh, it's it's not that great actually. It's... I I don't mind him being patriotic, but I, I do also like the idea of him having someone he is kind of doing this for almost mm-hmm. or in memory of maybe his mother. Eh. Um, uh, we, we let's let's try and go for the. Let's not go for the first option that pops in our heads. His aunt. Maybe just the... (laughs) (laughs) His pet caterpillar. I don't know. Um, His... Maybe maybe just someone he knew in the science division. Wait, side note. He said mom, then he said aunt, and you said caterpillar. What was the thinking? What was the connection there? I don't know. A small, insignificant bug that crawls... That eventually will yeah, but what, is what that does that connect to the mom? Well, how does that connect to a mom? Or does a mom? That, I that wasn't thinking of a connection <laughs> okay. there. I was just like, we probably made you lose your thought. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I sorry. I don't know. Just 
Just pick someone from the science division. Yeah, right? yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Either you had a crush on or just deeply admired. One or the other. Let's do the and crush. So, I like the crush. I like crush? Okay, well, she's dead. So she's that's not. Or yes, evil. she is. Or she's evil. No, she's dead. Okay. No, I don't want so, her to be dead. He finds her body. She she's under, half of her is over here. The other half is over here. But yes. she becomes Barbara Gordon and gets in a wheelchair. So she's good. But she's missing. We need legs. a version of she's Barbara Gordon. Most of her torso. Our version of Barbara Gordon is just going to be the legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like can't use the leg, right. it's just the legs. I'm, ex I'm exercising my power right now. We're not doing that. <laughs> I'm videoing <laughs> this right now. All right, that's fair. That's fair. We're yeah, not doing this. They put the. They, they, no, you don't. You they can't grab do this. the brain. They you put it on top this. of the little, the cut in half. Just a brain on a t on, yes. on the legs. Dang. If it was a brain on a wheelchair with. No, what, what was the point of the wheel? What's the point of the legs then? Just put a brain on it. <laughs> oh, it's a brain, but it's the same with legs, but yeah. just but it's still in the wheelchair. But the leg, the, le the brain is sitting precariously on, on a top of the severed torso, yeah. which is sitting on a wheelchair, and it's got wires. So what's the, the point of having the rest of the torso? Is she moving? <laughs> doesn't matter. She's That's got all. a wheelchair, it, but it, she's like, I want to keep this last little bit, but it does nothing. <laughs> it does <laughs> nothing. Yes. <laughs> So That's mangled, brilliant. broken thighs, and no. We, they we, walk in. It's you. Oh my god. Oh. No, I'm, I feel like he should just just be following a fellow, like either someone he, like, yeah, so, someone that worked at the agency. Program. Yeah, hundred percent. He should just be tailing them, like one lead. He one little lead he has. Someone he thinks might know some. Uh, uh, Have the answers. Yeah. Just. A, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but I think maybe the agency raised Barracuda. Not Barracuda. Sorry. Pterodactyl. Uh, pterodactyl. Like he was like a more of like a Hawks kind of thing from My Hero Academia, where he just is taken in and like trained to be really good at his job. So he's just this weird, awkward man. Mm. I don't know, not, not weird, but he's he's not socially adept, inept, and um, mm. but he's coming across. He's like a straight man, a straight man very much. But he's coming across all these uh, weird things that are just living in the real world while he's been. Cooped up, yeah. cooped up in in bureaucracy, and he's now <clears throat> like having to fight. Actually, I like that a lot. I, he's actually having to learn how to fight for real now, and not in terms of just physical, but in terms of like now he's surviving. Maybe it does take away the civilian side of his life, though, which I think would be really fun because I like the idea that he had a secret identity because before this he was living a double life. He was doing this like really cool young James Bond type of thing where he would be at school and then he would get a call on his communicator and he'd get sent off to a mission. Cody Banks. Yeah, it would be very much like Cody Banks. It would be very like that. Now he comes back, the agency is destroyed, and every episode he is actively being hunted. So he has to leave all that behind. Like he can't stay. It's like his whole life is being forced into one now instead, yeah. of, instead of a double life. Instead of a double life, he's being forced to leave all his family and his friends behind, and now he's on the run for good. So every episode I'm imagining he's I imagine figuring out what exactly is happening, who these people are as a background. Trying to survive them is the main goal. And so, that's and yeah. that's what leads him into meeting the other characters. On the run leads him to this. Okay. I forgot an idea. So, if he's on the run and he had to leave his family behind, yeah, maybe we could make his big choice. Do you choose your country or your family for him? Right? Like, okay. he, is he gonna choose his? Is he gonna choose his? Not country specifically, but is he gonna choose his duty or is he gonna choose his family? And the guy he's looking for is the only person that can get him off the enemy's list. 
Right. And he's looking for that person so he can go back to his family and live a normal life again. I do like that. I do like him tracking down someone that would reestablish his... That yeah, reestablish. Okay. But he's actively running away. I do like that a lot. Because... Okay. Um, my thing would be that because that would give him such a good motive that he's yeah. not he's not just trying to piece this secret this secret agency back together maybe he was having family troubles before because they're also like why are you living this double life if they know or they, yeah. they're doing all this stuff so now he's finally having to make a decision and now and but he, he's actually having to fight for this decision that he's trying to make and he on the way you know he's leading he's going through leads and stuff like that and um he comes across entities that he can't even imagine and things he wish he never saw and all the sorts of things. Yeah. And at the very end, whenever at the very end, what would be the season, he finally does meet this guy and he goes, like, get me off their radar. Like, whatever you need to do. And he goes, yeah, I could do that. But after everything you've seen, can you go back to what it was? Can you just walk away? Or do you want to help? So it would be like, so he would be second guessing his decision that he made in like the beginning of the or kind of the middle of the series where he's really missing his family. Yeah. And now he's like having to, he's really trying to balance that civilian life with what he's become, sort of thing. Yeah, okay. I like that a lot. Yeah, okay, sure, that's really cool. So he's on the run from like his government, I'm assuming, right? Or the kind of is is it his government or is it just these? I'm imagining people? it's some mysterious enemy agency. <laughs> Maybe it's run yeah. by an AI, which is why <sighs> taking him off no, the list. Yeah, I was thinking that in my head. Maybe it's run by an AI, so taking him off the list would, would physically erase base, it. Would take make him invisible. Yeah. So like, as soon all, as he, as purposes. soon as it's off the list, the AI is like, oh, well, okay, he's not a problem anymore. We don't care about him. I guess that could work. Could, now, I, I, now, now that you you mentioned the idea of the AI and how you mentioned basically, as soon as the AI is gone, he's it's like it's erased from the list or whatever. Uh, I, I, I can makes more sense. Just in my mind, immediately it was just like. They they have like notes on him, but they have no idea who his family is and stuff like that. I find I just found that hard to believe, and 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 letting him go easily. But I guess if an AI, there's some kind of computer or whatever registering him as as, as a threat. As soon as the ultimate system is like, okay, this it's not even there, and he's there, he's not a top priority anymore. Yeah. Would this agency have any humans in it at all, or yes. would the enemy be the AI? It would have it would have humans. In well, it. think about yes. this. What so, if? Well, here's my thought on it. What if? If it was just an AI, it might be more interesting than just two secret agencies. Like, it could be a mistake of the first agency that made it, and it got loose, and it was... Now it's 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 got all the information, now it's hunting, um, and it's trying to mold the world. I know that's typical AI stuff, and that's very... But no. it's something I... Well, maybe it's just, like, active... Well, again... That's just... That's a thought. Because, mm. I don't know, it, it'd be more interesting if it was... Some uh, like some artificial intelligence hiring mercenaries to kill people and, and things like that, and it's it's just a mathematical system that's targeting him. My only contention is, well, I, I guess you mentioned the AI is the a uh, a mistake of the agency. Yeah, and the AI is now maybe something they thought they destroyed. Yeah, and now it's it's obliterated the mostly obliterated their that agency is now mm-hmm. hunting down the remaining things. I like that. The only thing I struggle with that is just. Um, Again, how how the patriotic aspect of that ultimately fits in because it, if it's just he's talking with the AI at the end, because I do like that concept. But yeah. if that's not going to fit, then we can just chop it off. I don't know. I say it doesn't really matter what the agency is right now. We don't have to get into that too much. Okay. 
All we know is that it's there. It's evil. Let's fo- We'll just keep it that simple for now, and okay. we'll focus on exactly what it is later on down the line. Or maybe one of us will come up with something in one of our writings. Or maybe the maybe this agency is going to be a bunch of contradictory things that don't make sense, but that makes it more interesting. Oh, he's looking for Sharky. He's looking for Sharky to get him off the AI's list or any list because Sharky can do it, and he's a seven-year-old kid. But he doesn't know that. He just knows there's some sort of computer that can do it. Come on, that could work. Come on, that could work. That could work in there. That's I good. Do like, do, li- do like the concept that he has to rely on a child. Yeah, I love it. that. Yeah, yeah, I do love that. And, and I feel it, like that makes that would make good sense for why he kind of maybe works with Lioness because he has no idea how to operate with a kid. All right, y'all. Um, thank you everybody so much for listening. If you listen to this, wow. That's, yeah. Just wow. <laughs> like I would applause, but man, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know if you deserve that. I don't recommend it, if I, I'm I, honest. You, you should feel shame. This is like eating a whole gallon of ice cream. But hey, maybe maybe this kind of maybe this kind of brainstorming session is in your wheelhouse and you like it. Hey, if that's the case, send us any ideas that you've had while listening to this. That'd be awesome. I would we'd love the inspiration. You can reach us at the retcon microwave at gmail.com. That's the retcon microwave at gmail.com. We also have a website. Uh, link is in the description. Uh, the U- the link to the YouTube version of this is in the description. There's not really anything to show, any pictures, so it'll essentially just be this again. But yeah, I think that's everybody. I think that's everything. We have an Instagram. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you can, anybody cares about that, but we do have that. You can see what um, if you're purely a podcast listener, you can see what Barracuda looks like. And it's see him for the monstrosity. Pretty great. Is. It's fantastic. Caden made a little animation. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we, we it's like my pride it. and joy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Retcon Microwave. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach us at the Retcon Microwave at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, tell a friend. And if you'd like to know more about the characters we're creating, you can check out the website in the description. Okay, bye. <laughs>